In the following episode, we will be discussing mental health and postpartum, which may be hard for some viewers to hear. Viewer discretion is advised. Hey, mamas! So today we will be discussing what we went through with our postpartum and how we got through it. So Dom, how was postpartum for you? I did get postpartum anxiety and depression. I dealt with the depression until Oakley was three months old, but anxiety I still have to this day. I just recently started taking medication for it a couple of weeks ago, and it's definitely helped. But after I had Oakley, my anxiety was pretty bad. I never wanted to leave my house. I always had a constant fear that something was going to happen to Oakley and I, whether it be in the car or wherever we were going. I just always had this fear that something was going to happen to us, like, I'm just going to stay home. Yeah. yeah, I feel you on that. I always thought that something was going to happen to me, Luca, or mm-hmm. Nate. And I don't know why. It almost felt like I was convincing myself that something was going to happen and that you needed yeah. to prepare for it. Yeah. It was just us in our heads because that doesn't happen. Yeah. With my depression, I did cry every day, probably like two to three times a day. There were times where I just couldn't get myself out of bed because I felt so depressed. And anytime that I ever felt that way I would call my mom or grandma and they would immediately come over and help with Oakley or whatever I needed help with around the house just so I had that time to myself and I'm so thankful that I had both of them there to help me because I feel like their support really helped me get through it all. Did you have any symptoms in your body because I know doctors always say look for these symptoms and then you'll know you are having anxiety. Yeah the symptoms that I got were heart palpitations and having a heavy feeling on my chest. I did have a few panic attacks here and there just where I was like, (sighs) like couldn't catch my breath or just felt like I was out of air. I never had or experienced anxiety before I had Oakley. So I was like, what is this? At my six week appointment, I told my OBGYN all of the symptoms that I had. And she basically said that my symptoms weren't, I guess, severe enough just because I wasn't having thoughts of harming myself or harming Oakley. Did she suggest anything for you? Like therapy, medication, nothing? No. So she basically told me that if you're not having any experiences of harming yourself or harming the baby, like you're fine. So I was like, okay. But in the back of your head, were you? No, I never had any of those thoughts. I think that's why my doctor probably never mentioned anything medication wise or therapy. But now that I look at it, I'm like, wow, I probably should have got a second opinion. I feel like postpartum anxiety really isn't talked about. Like we see the depression side of it a lot, like on TikTok and Mm -hmm. things, but the anxiety side of it, I don't see that very much. Yeah. I mean, I saw depression, so it kind of confuses you. Like, is Mm -hmm. this depression or is it just anxiety? But they describe depression as you're sad and crying all the time and you don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. Those are totally the symptoms, but don't stress, ask for help and push it with your doctor. I feel like some doctors brush it off. Yeah, they think, oh, everyone goes through it, so it's not a big deal. Or you know what? Just find a doctor that will listen to you because that needs to be taken seriously. Yeah. Esme, what symptoms did you have? After I had Noah, I had such bad anxiety, which at first I thought it was just like symptoms of my milk coming in. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, my milk's probably coming in and that's why I feel so anxious and so weird. Later on, I went and did some research and I realized I was just having really severe anxiety. Like my heart was racing extremely fast. I couldn't sleep. I was getting overheated. Every second I was like worried about something, like something was happening. So then we go home and it got worse. I was literally crying 
I thought Noah was gonna die. Anthony's gonna die. The kids are gonna die. Like someone's gonna die. That's another reason why I didn't sleep because I felt like every time I closed my eyes, I was never gonna wake up. And I was like, oh my God, who's gonna raise these kids? So I never ever slept. And every time my sister or my mom would come in and check on me or Anthony, I could not say one word to them. I would just burst out in tears. And I, oh my God, it was so awful. With Eva, I did have postpartum depression. It Mm -hmm. went on for, I wanna say a good like two, almost three years. After I had Eva, I had really bad anxiety. And then the anxiety just went to like depression. And my doctor put me on birth control. I think I was like four months postpartum. So she put me on birth control right away. And like a month later, it just intensed. Like my depression was so bad, like extremely bad to the point where I was just unhappy. I didn't tell Anthony any of this until like a whole year later. It Mm -hmm. took me a whole year to speak up to him about like everything. But all the time I was just wanting to kill myself. I literally would plan out like maybe this day I'm going to end it all. It's so sad, but I would write down like, okay, this person's going to take care of my kids. I don't want this person to take care of my kids. I want this person to do this and this Mm -hmm. and that. Or like, I would literally write out a list of like, okay, so when I do it, I can have these notes for everyone to take care of my wishes for my kids. I never did, but it was just always hard, especially being around like my husband because he's a hunter. So he's always got guns around. And so I, the temptation was just always so bad because I was like, it's so quick. Mm -hmm. It's literally so quick. I could do this right now so quickly. I felt like not speaking up made my depression worse. I started having more than just self-harm thoughts and I wanted to harm my child. And so wanting to harm my child made me finally speak up. And I told my husband, I was like, we need to get help. I need to get help. Like I cannot go another day wanting to mm-hmm. well and i feel like we are just embarrassed as moms we don't want people to judge us we don't yes, want them to think we're crazy so long to yeah. say something because i mean it sounds crazy like if someone told me they wanted to i would be like girl i'm yes. gonna call the cops right yeah. now well yeah. it's because you don't hear about that stuff. Yeah, yeah i yeah, never yeah. heard about like you having these thoughts and so that's what's scary and then you think that if you tell someone they're gonna call and they're gonna yeah. get your kid taken away exactly and so i'd be like i can't go down these stairs because what if i just try and fall on top of my baby you know what I mean mm-hmm. like there were so many things that I was like I can't close this door because it was just like thoughts that you wouldn't even think that would happen like actually yeah. happen but in your head it's already happening I feel like those thoughts progressed to because Anthony was working so much so I was always alone I never had a break I never had anyone to like really just help me and I never wanted to get help mm-hmm. I didn't want anyone to think I was crazy I never wanted to reach out to anyone but it got so bad his grandma would tell Anthony like you know she's probably still has postpartum depression people started noticing i was getting really bad whenever i was around two Mm. and so he would talk to me he was like we just gotta get you help we gotta get you help but i I never took it i don't know why i didn't take it i should have but i kind of just let its course run but don't do that moms do not do that because not everyone has the mental capacity to actually like get through it some Mm. women it will get the best of you it will get the best of you and so yeah. please just always get help always get help did y'all have anyone that y'all specifically were able to talk to about it uh, it took me years to tell anyone the only person i've ever told was a stranger that i didn't know yeah because i only felt comfortable talking to a it's stranger easy. yeah mm-hmm. like you guys are just now hearing this yes. about this mm-hmm. and it's just it's not an easy thing did you have anyone that you talked to jackie i did so my parents were both very busy at the time so yeah. i was alone a lot it wasn't until i went back to work i was working from home mm-hmm. and my mother-in-law came 
came over and she would help me with Luca and I opened up to her and she was like you know what I went through the same thing and mm-hmm. then I was like oh my god I can talk to you like oh, I yeah. can actually talk to you about what I'm thinking and she'd be like no it's okay like you know we'll get through it it takes a while but you will get through it like she just kept reminding me like it might take a year but you'll get through it and if you want help if you want therapy like I'll support you through it if it wasn't for her like being there two three times a week because I had to work I don't know what I would have done yeah Yeah. don't be stubborn that's for sure because that was me and that's why it took so long talk to someone if you can or if you're willing to talk to someone I talked to my mom about everything right after Mike went back to work from maternity leave she took a whole month off work to stay with me and help me out with Oakley things around the house and during that time I would talk to her about the things that I was feeling or just experiencing and she was just there to you know listen and tell me positive things she wasn't judging me about it at all so that really helped just having someone there to talk to I definitely am very thankful for her taking that time off of work and just being there to help me I probably wouldn't have gotten through it without her so definitely I'm very thankful for her What about you, Jackie? How was your postpartum? I feel like whenever I was pregnant, everyone talked about postpartum depression, this and that. And I didn't get the depression. I got the anxiety. And so I thought I was like, I don't know. I didn't know it was a thing until I looked it up and I was like, PPA, like anxiety is a thing. I couldn't leave my house. I was afraid that someone was going to get Luca sick or I was going to get sick. Even driving, like I couldn't drive with Luca for like two months after I had him, maybe if that, and that was like down the street, I would be sweating wedding like yeah. dripping sweat like someone's gonna hit me like my baby's too tiny to be even in a car seat yeah like, yeah so scared and i was just so afraid to tell anyone like yeah, i was no, so afraid is. to it's tell not anyone easy to tell anyone and then you tell someone and they're like oh yeah i mean i went through the same thing well yeah and like i told mike and he was really good about it but i feel like guys don't really understand especially no, our husbands don't. Yeah. don't understand what we're really going through no yeah i mean nate would come home and i'd be like sobbing me too like crying my eyes out and he'd be like let me go take a shower but i didn't want to say anything because one time we were going somewhere to get food and i was in the back seat i can remember and i was just crying and crying and crying and he's like why are you so upset and i was like i don't know i don't know why i'm so upset and he's like you need to get some help like i think it got to the point where i scared mm-hmm. nathan like he was yeah. afraid to leave me by myself with luca which sounds terrible because he trusts me 100 mm-hmm. percent with luca like he's not it's not like he was like you're gonna hurt luca i feel like you're gonna hurt yourself yeah and so i think that's whenever i tried to reach out to my doctor but i was breastfeeding mm-hmm. and i didn't want to take medication even if they said it was okay i didn't want to i felt like that made my anxiety worse like every time i took that pill like i did try medications before i had luca they didn't work for me mm-hmm. they're not for everyone one it made me more groggy than i you know wanted to be but for some people it actually helps yeah like you literally mentally need it speaking of birth control because of my endo as soon as i left the hospital they had prescribed me birth control it was specifically for the endo but it's still a birth control yeah and yeah, i yeah, feel yeah. like the doctors do push that a they lot. do push it because and, and they shouldn't they but i think they're supposed to push it at like six weeks no like your six yeah. weeks checkup no mine was like discharge go pick this up and i was like man what the hell and in my head i was like you know what this is for my endo yeah. i want to have another baby mm-hmm. so let me do what i need to do and i think that made it so much worse because i stopped taking control i literally stopped it and i felt so much better like it wasn't bad anymore that was another worry for me i was like okay i'm gonna do something different this time and i'm not gonna get on birth control i'm gonna refuse it Mm because my mental state that i was in when i went in to get my birth control i felt like i was stuck in that mental state and so i told him i was like okay i'm gonna reject the birth control this time and see if i can somehow get through it and sure enough i did we're not saying don't take birth control yeah we're definitely not saying that because i mean like 
in my situation, I have to take it, but yeah. I choose not to take it. But yeah. it's some people, some women actually take birth control because they really don't want more kids. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. okay. Like, mm-hmm. that's okay. Or they really just, they can handle it. Like, I've had friends that are in, like, the strongest birth control and they're perfectly fine. Whatever you feel comfortable with, just go with yeah, it. Yeah, I remember when I got my birth control right away with Eva, my doctor was like, hey, girl, I already have it here. You know, we can just get it on really quick. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And it was the next balloon on. Nah, yeah. And she wanted me to be on it and i didn't question her or anything mm-hmm. i should have i should have just been like you know what i want to wait but i didn't because i like i said i did not want to have any more kids and so it was just like she pushed me like right there yeah i mean it, it does get better like mine i think once luca was like eight months it got better i mean it's still kind of bad like mm-hmm. at night my mother-in-law since i brought it up to her she got luca an outlet so at like two months which i recommended love the outlet i yes. love the outlet I mean, it says that it causes more anxiety on some moms, mm-hmm. but I feel like for me, it reassured me that they're okay. They're okay. Like, yeah. of course, did not depend on it that much, but it was a little bit of help. Like, mm-hmm. my baby's okay. Like, his heart is being monitored because I would literally watch Luca sleep all night. Mm-hmm. Like, is his belly moving? Even Emma, Nate's little sister, got to the point where she would be like, he's breathing. He's okay. Because oh. I would be like, Emma, I would be driving and she'd be in the backseat and I'd be like, can you check his nose? Can you make sure that he's breathing? <laughs> yeah and she'd be like why do you always check that he's breathing but she's a little girl so she doesn't understand but i'm over here like check him (laughs) no yeah owlet definitely saved us a couple of times when we started putting oakley in his crib Mm -hmm. uh one night it did ring like the whatever and his face was face down so he wasn't breathing so it did track that it helped with the anxiety a lot it does help yeah so I know your cycles have a lot to do with hormonal imbalance and that also affects your anxiety and depression. So how were you guys with that? So I got my period, I think six weeks after I had Oakley. And then after that, didn't get a period. I was exclu- exclusively breastfeeding him. So that was kind of a normal thing. He turned a year and I had stopped breastfeeding. Still went about five months past that, didn't get a period. So I went to my doctor because I got kind of worried. I was like, no period, that's yeah, kind of yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. So they ran all these tests and they noticed that I had a hormonal imbalance. I don't know if that was because of my birth or just breastfeeding Breastfeeding, or what, but they changed like all of my thyroid doses and then gave me like progesterone just to help with my periods and everything. Finally got one back, but I definitely think that was a cause of my anxiety as well after. Yeah, um, because you're not, your hormones aren't balanced and it's going to affect it. And I don't know how everyone's breastfeeding journey goes, but like with me, I thought I wasn't going to get a period either Mm because they say like, you're not going to get a period if you're breastfeeding. And mine came right away. And so I was fine. You know, my whole postpartum with Noah, besides that one month, I was good. I was really, really good. Yeah. And so I would say, like, if you aren't getting a period, you should get checked for sure. pretty yeah. often just to yeah. see. Yeah. Because that could be the route to anxiety and depression for other women. Other women, too. Yeah. As soon as I had Luca, you know how you're in the hospital and they, like, press your stomach or whatever. I only bled, like, the first two days. Like, oh, wow. yeah, like, I didn't bleed at all after that my doctor said it was like a part of the endo it like leaves the tissue there and so it clogs mm-hmm. you up kind of oh, wow. and That's so scary. after a month i did get my first period and it wouldn't stop like mm-hmm. it was just like that blood that was just there after mm-hmm. i had the baby had just like got stuck there and so i like literally bled so much and my stomach was like big and so i called my doctor and i'm like was this it like swelling on. yeah it was like swollen it looked almost like you know how when you get like an infection yeah mm-hmm. and it like swells up my stomach was like that like i looked pregnant <gasps> oh my goodness and so my mother-in-law came over and she's like you need to go you need to call your doctor because i was in pain like i was she was like you need to call your doctor so i called my doctor and she's like you need to go to the emergency room like i want you to get checked and so 
my mother-in-law called Nathan and she was like, you need to take Jackie to the hospital. And so he rushed home and he took me and we were there like all day. Basically what they gave me was like a, a pill to stop bleeding mm-hmm. like that. And so I did stop bleeding. And if, if that didn't work, I was going to have to do a DNC. What um, is that? Which they clean you up. So oh, whenever wow. you give birth, sometimes. So DNC can be used for many things. But mm-hmm. in this situation, they were basically just going to clean me up. Like, they could have left stuff when I gave birth. Okay, and so yeah, it, yeah. like, makes you bleed. Thankfully, I didn't have to do that. I took the pill. I stopped bleeding. And that was it. But I did get anemia from bleeding so oh, much. Wow. And I didn't know this until I was, like, feeling really tired. Mm-hmm. Like, very tired. I think that even after six weeks, women should get checked. Yes. Their blood work I checked. I think so, too. Because thyroid stuff mm-hmm. comes up. Anemia, like, iron, like, all kinds of things start coming up in your blood work. Mm-hmm. And they don't check that yeah. until you start feeling it. I don't think I caught the anemia until Luca was six months. And at that point, it was, it was already pretty bad yeah postpartum checks do need to be prolonged yeah and i do like two months i feel like four months six months with the anxiety the depression like you're coming in more frequently because after six weeks some people don't have don't experience those like Mm -hmm. as we said yours lasted till two like different times almost three yeah yeah and at the time whenever you're six weeks you're still fresh you're still a mom you still think that these things are normal Mm -hmm. i'm feeling this way but it'll go away like it's still early like it'll go away so that's why I'm like, they should get do more because yes. yeah. sometimes it doesn't go away. Or sometimes at six weeks, you feel perfectly fine. And then the next week, you're like, oh, my God. But like, you don't go in. But you don't go in. Yeah. It's like not too late. And but you're like, I hate whenever you go to your baby's checkups and they do give me a paper to like check like my mental state. But mm. the appointment is about him. Yeah. I don't want to worry about me. I'm yes. like, worry yes. about the baby. But they do need to enforce like, OK, just you, mama. Mm-hmm. You come in by yourself. Don't worry. Leave the baby. Yeah. Because if I'm going into appointments with my baby, I'm not going to want to talk about me. Yeah. yeah I yeah, want my focus not. to be on the baby. Mm-hmm. And so they definitely definitely need to do that yeah and honestly on those papers you shouldn't do this but i did kind of lie on them about how i was feeling. oh yeah a hundred percent i lied on that thing yeah. i didn't want the doctor to think i was crazy yeah yeah no mm-hmm. i remember one appointment that i had with my doctor after i had eva i completely lied and she would come in and i don't know why like i wasn't giving signs that mm-hmm. i was not okay i don't know if she sensed something but she came in the room and she was like are you doing okay mama like are you okay and i was just like yeah i'm fine i'm fine and so she goes okay well i'm gonna go get the paperwork for the discharge and she left and as soon as she walked out of the room i just started sobbing i was like oh my god i was just crying and i tried to compose Aww. myself before she came in there but i was like wow i could have really told her something right then and there and mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't want to i don't know why i didn't want it's to. the fear yes it's fear that yeah. you're gonna be judged because it doesn't get talked about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how was marriage for you guys with postpartum so i feel like it was a lot on our marriage at first because i mean new baby mm-hmm. it's a new adjustment for all of us it was a little tense at first because I was stressed about doing everything correctly for the baby getting no sleep like I feel like I did take it out on Mike at times I now look at it and I feel kind of bad and that's how it was for us but my mom was like let me watch Oakley y'all have your day go do what you need to do so we started this thing I think Oakley was like eight months we'd go on a date once a month yeah and just time to ourselves and I feel like that really helped a lot it does yeah what about y'all how was your marriage so I feel like the first year and Luca just turned one but I feel like the first year is definitely tough me and Nathan didn't really experience marriage because we got pregnant as soon as we were like a month after we got married of course we were so excited 
did. I don't think that it really affected like our honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. Like I was pregnant and we were really good. But once I had Luca, I feel like I had these expectations. But men don't get that same connection, that same like, you know how they say that mothers get that instinct Mm -hmm. or what is it that they say? They get the, yeah, I guess it is like a motherly instinct. It just turns on. So I feel like I expected that for a man to get that. And I think it took me a long time to realize that they don't. They didn't carry this baby. They didn't birth this baby. Of course, they have a connection with them, but it's not like how we Mm -hmm. feel. And then how we try to do everything for the baby. Like Nate was just kind of like there sometimes, Mm -hmm. but he was so tired from working. And then Luca keeping him up at night sometimes. So I feel like I expected way more than I should have. And that affected us a lot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It affected us so much um, because I shouldn't have been so hard on him. But I was also going through my own stuff. Like I was in my head. I was, you know, depressed, anxiety, like all that stuff I shouldn't have. But in the moment, you don't think about it. Just how they don't think about how they weren't there enough. We don't think about how we shouldn't have been so tough on them. So it's a hard first year for sure. And I feel like before we had kids, our attention was just all on our marriage. Like it's just you and I. We think about their feelings they think about our feelings and then when you have your baby your attention just goes all on the baby so they feel kind of left out as well like that's a new adjustment for them as well that's true they do feel left out they feel like oh you don't love me no more you know what i mean (laughs) and it's like this is your kid (laughs) you know but they feel that way and i get it now i get it back then i was like seriously get over yourself but i used to always be with nathan it was always me and nate always me and nate and let's do this and let's do that and now i'm like well what do you think luca could eat there like (laughs) i don't care what you want luca can't eat there so it's definitely like you have a child a single child and then you're bringing in an actual child and they're like wait what you know so and did y'all do anything like did y'all go on dates or yeah so my mother-in-law did suggest the same thing like Mm -hmm. you going on a date once a a month it was very tough for me to do that same because I couldn't accept the fact that I had a husband to take care of too like I was like no this is my baby I need to take care of my baby only so the first couple months I'd be like nah we don't need it Mm -hmm. Uh, but then after a while I definitely was like okay maybe we do need it and so now we do have like one day every two weeks Mm -hmm. you know we do it more often than we used to but it's definitely helped us out a lot yeah sure you don't even have to go anywhere with your spouse like you could just have like a movie night Mm -hmm. in home by yourself like yeah but i feel like it does help having that time to each other like you do need it yeah for sure so with breastfeeding how did you feel so my thing with breastfeeding was i didn't want to do it a lot or i didn't want to continue it at times because i felt like i was always like locked up in a room Mm -hmm. and i feel like it made it worse because like nate would be like let's go to this party or let's go to this get together my family's having a function but in the back of my head I was always like I'm gonna have to go into a room by myself and feed my baby and I don't have fun yeah there were times I think we went to restaurants and I'd have to go to the bathroom because like so many places we see all these nursing stations but not every restaurant has that Mm -hmm. and some people don't feel comfortable breastfeeding open in the public because there are people that have thoughts like yeah don't Mm -hmm. do that so it was hard especially doing that I would have anxiety like think about where you're gonna be able to breastfeed are you Mm -hmm. so that definitely went through my mind 
mind as to like not wanting to go places yeah it was hard though because oakley wouldn't take a bottle so i'd always have to do the feedings Mm -hmm. and like you said being locked in a room no it was definitely a lot i feel like that also kind of made my postpartum worse because i was like man i'm getting out of the house Mm -hmm. like i can have a good time and then i'd be locked in a room for like one or two hours because of course i would nurse and then he'd fall asleep and then i didn't want to leave him in a room that i don't know like is he gonna be safe here so those were the times where i was like do i really need to continue breastfeeding but then lucas started eating more solids and so i was able to like minimize the breastfeeding and i think that's what helped yeah so i would just my goal was eight months Mm -hmm. but literally at eight months is when Luca was like, oh, I don't need you to breastfeed me, breastfeed me that much. So it helped. Yeah, for sure. So Dom, was there anything that specifically helped you with your postpartum? I feel like getting out, not just getting out to stores or whatever, but mm-hmm. getting outside, taking a walk, interacting with others, talking about your feelings, writing down in a journal, reading. Mm-hmm. Those things really helped me. Just find something that makes you happy. Yeah, I really like to get some fresh air. And a lot of things that I tell a lot of the moms, that are like when does it get better or like you know they're going through it i'm like girl take a shower every single day just get in the shower put your baby down they will be perfectly fine in a crib as long as you're put together you feel put together something that my mom always told me is if you look your best you feel your best so take a shower even if your baby's crying next to your shower it's okay just get in there for yes. two minutes like just wash it off yeah it helps it, it really does. does help so i made it a goal to take a shower every single day even if it was with luca i would bring him in there with me put his little tub on the ground yes. and i would put him <laughs> down as long as i got my shower in i was good yeah just find what works for you talk to people do what you need to do open up if there are any other mamas out there that would like to talk about their postpartum anxiety or depression please reach out to us yeah yeah, we've been through it and we know a little bit of what to talk about with you so yeah. this isn't new to us no yeah. no no nothing's too much like the thoughts that go through your mind when you're a mom when you're going through postpartum they're scary but we can handle it we don't want you to feel alone at all yes Never. please don't hesitate to reach out we're literally on call for you <laughs> literally on call and if you don't want to like message our whole mama's podcast message us individually yeah like we will we're, we're okay yes we won't judge you no no judgment here no judgment at all that's what we're here for that's what our goal is in yes. this podcast you're not alone you're not alone and we'll see you next time bye, bye.